Welcome to The Melting Point, and today we're going to be talking about global warming and how its effects on Antarctica is bad. Today, we're going to have Blake Ziesler joining us, talking about the pros and cons of the new solutions for the glacial ice and Antarctica melting. So Blake, what are the current solutions that are being used to prevent global warming and glacial ice melting in Antarctica? So we've actually seen solutions such as seawalls, dams to hold floating ice in place, as well as a pump system to bring warming water out of from under glaciers. And these solutions we've seen at smaller scales, some of them in Greenland, where they've had varying levels of success. And before we would implement these in Antarctica, it would be wise to try to test them to see what adverse effects they could have on possibly sea life or perhaps unknown effects on the sea level. Despite putting these solutions in place, it would not be a 100% effective solution because sea rising is already at a point where we should expect at least a few feet coming in no matter how much we do to stop this. That's why Despite all else, we still need to be focusing on relocation and perhaps some defense for cities threatened by rising sea levels. Okay, so what are the pros and cons for relocation rather than doing other methods like the walls and pumps? Relocation would require a vast amount of energy, resources, and money, as well as potentially dislocating people from their cultures and places where they've experienced their whole lives. Many areas that people are being relocated from have some sort of spiritual or cultural significance to those people, and so they may not be willing to leave, or it may have some effects on their morality. This is something that there's no clear solution to, other than hopefully being able to stop the rising sea levels, because while all of these challenges are there, we hope to overcome as many of these as possible. In addition, there are some benefits to relocation, such as more widespread culture and the ease of getting these people out of harm's way. If we keep them in that area, we never know when perhaps a solution may fail or some unexpected event could occur and sea levels rise again, thus re-endangering these people. So despite all of this, it does seem that relocation, despite its many drawbacks, is something that we will need to be considering strongly. Okay, thank you so much. After our short music break, we're going to dive deeper into what's causing the sea level to rise and other factors that are causing global warming in general. Tam 
All right. Thank you for listening to our music break. Up next, we're going to be talking about what causes global warming and the sea level rises in Antarctica. Okay, Blake, so what is causing the rising sea levels in Antarctica? So, as we all know, the Earth is getting somewhat hotter due to global warming, which is an effect caused by sunlight and heat getting trapped in by a layer of carbon dioxide around the Earth. This warming in Antarctica means that ice is melting faster than it is reforming. And sea ice always melts year by year, but the land ice that is now beginning to melt and break off into the ocean has previously remained fairly untouched. As ice melts, the ice on ice shelves breaks off and becomes ice flows in the ocean, which will then contribute to sea level rise if they have not previously been in the water cycle. There are two primary glaciers that we are concerned about, those being Thwaites Glacier and Pine Glacier, which, if those two break off, they will not only lead to a significant amount of sea level rise, but they will also pave the way for many other glaciers to become unstable and lead to a potential insane amount of water level rising upwards of several meters. That can put many cities on the coastlines of most countries thoroughly underwater, including Florida and some parts of areas off of Louisiana. All right, Blake, so what should we be doing about the people back at home, such as the people that you just mentioned off of Louisiana and in Florida? So when we look at people being affected by this crisis, we have to take into account that not all people are given the same opportunity. This means that there are some stakeholders in rising sea levels that will need to be given more attention than others. For example, some communities in Florida are becoming gentrified due to this climate change, meaning they are becoming richer because they can afford to upkeep the new protections against flooding. In lower income communities, this is not as possible or they will be forced out as with climate gentrification. This means that we need to pay a special attention to people who may not be able to have the opportunity to escape this crisis despite being the ones who are in most need of help. Solutions for how to do this range from increased uh, support for these people to building dedicated housing for people who aren't able to purchase their own housing. All in all, we are hoping to be able to prevent climate change, slow it down, or block against its possible effects. And that includes relocation and protection of the people of the world. All right, thank you so much, Blake, for talking about the crisis that's happening in Antarctica and what we can do to stop it or at least slow it down and help the public. Next, and lastly, is our great cold to know with our outro. Thank you for listening. And I hope Elijah and Holland, you actually learned something for once because you know, knowledge is key. Well, thank you for tuning in. And this was The Melting Point.